following message is the Word of God from Abiyokuta Believers Meeting, Latter Rains. Be blessed. Genesis 12, verse 1 to 3, we carry the DNA of greatness inside of us. You are not a biological accident, you are a child of destiny. My journey started, my journey with Christ started from Abelkuta Grammar School. We didn't have much at home. I came from a very humble home. I used to take a bottle of Coke for one week. Growing up. Uh, I was in the boarding house. My parents used to fight a lot because of school fees. There was a lot of fights. My dad said they should pull me out from boarding house to a public school in Namuwa, Dauphin, Lagos. My mom used to go around her friends to borrow money. Thank God she helped. It wasn't easy. Many times when parents come to visit my friends, they come with powerful meals, jollof rice, fried rice. My mom will come with a bar and a four that has big sticks. Sometimes when you're taking the sticks, you would think it's meat. Until it enters your mouth. Then realize that it's still part of the effort. So I got into the University of Ife, or OAU. And I came in contact with Genesis 12. Verse 1. Now the Lord has said to Abraham, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land I will show you. And I will make of thee a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great. And you will be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless you and curse those who curse you. And in you shall all families of the earth be blessed. Wow. How can God be speaking to a man? Telling one man, I will make you not a great person. I will make you a great nation. One man becoming an institution. He said, I will bless those who bless you, curse those who curse you, and through you shall all families of the earth be blessed. I, I, I remember I was wishing that God would speak to me like that. That if God Almighty can speak to a man, one man, that through you there will be global relevance. I was wishing it. And then the Holy Spirit began to work on my life and took me to Galatians. Galatians chapter 3. And that was the breakthrough point in my life. Galatians 3, 13 and 14. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, curse is everyone that hangs on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come. Somebody say, come. Now, verse 14 was my transformation. That whatever I saw in Genesis 12, 1 to 3, has become my heritage in Christ. That I could as well go back to Genesis 12 and put my name in it. For in Christ, it says that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ and that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. If you run down the same chapter, verse 26 says, For ye are all the children of God by faith, 
in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. Verse 26, there is neither Jew nor Greek. There is no more difference between David and Yemi. There's no more difference between Esther and you. There's no difference between the Jew and the Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. That means this destiny of greatness is not limited to the masculine factor. All the ladies in the house, you are destined for greatness. If you believe that, say a bigger amen. He says, there is neither Jew nor Greek. Whatever God did in the life of Joseph, God is ready to do it in my life even much more. Whatever I saw in the life of Daniel, God is able to do it in my life even much more. Because we have a better covenant based on better promises. Now look at verse 29. Galatians 3.29. He said, and if ye be Christ's, then are ye Abraham's seed. One version says, if you are in Christ, you are now the offspring of Abraham. And heirs according to the promise. That was a turning point in my life. I was wishing that God would speak to me the way he spoke to Abraham. And God said, I'd already spoken to you. If you are in Christ, you have inherited the blessing of Abraham. Whatever you see, God do, I promise Abraham and his descendants, you have a right to it. And the very basic blessing of Abraham's blessings is the blessing of greatness. The DNA of greatness is inside every believer. You might start small, but you must not end small. There is greatness on your inside. And this afternoon, I came on that campaign. I don't know where you are from. Whatever background, whatever course of study you are doing in school, or you just got married, whatever level where you are, that is the least you will ever be in the name of Jesus Christ. In fact, he said, I will make of you a great nation. I will bless you and you will be a blessing. What level of blessing? Global blessing. The name of our church, our ministry, was coined from Genesis 12. He said, in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. That is the entire world. That is global impact. You are destined for global impact. You are destined for global relevance. There is something on your inside that the entire world needs. There is a song that will come from you. There is a book that will come from you. There is a product that will come from you. There is a school that will come from you. There is something that will come from you that will reach out to the world. And this afternoon, you got to believe it and begin to ask questions. What must I do to walk in that kind of greatness? What does it take? That is the best way to enjoy anything that God has promised. Asking questions rather than just, you know, asking, you know, praying, Lord, do it. Asking, Lord, what must I do to walk in greatness? This afternoon, I will take you on a little journey on what it takes to walk in greatness. That was where I started from. It's like putting ingredients together and making it work. The way God started with me, the Bible is not a religious book. The Bible is life manual. All the gadgets you see in this place, like this air conditioner, as large as it is, it comes with a manual. 
There is a manual, a little piece of booklet that comes with that gadget. It is that manual that determines how you use it. Without the manual, you can maximize it. The manual tells you, press the red button. And then the air conditioner will come on. If you don't press the red button, the thing will not come on. The Bible is life manual sent to you to help you see how you can maximize your life. Everything you need to maximize destiny is in that book. The wisdom of God is there. How to parent your children. How to handle your health. How to manage your relationships. How to get married. How to do well in school. All of them are loaded in God's word. In fact, the reason I think the Bible is that bulky is because it has so many laws of destiny. As you are studying the Bible, you encounter different laws. The laws for academic excellence is not the same law for marital success. Okay? You can be a great husband at home and be very poor in the office. The laws for career success is not the same as the laws for physical well-being. So what people mistakenly do, they focus on some particular laws. And you find that those areas are doing fine. And they play down on the other laws. And those areas begin to show some signs of weakness. Now if you don't deal with those areas, they can affect the other areas. I want you to go for holistic success. Success that is all round. Genesis 24 verse 1. Now God had blessed Abraham in all things. All round blessings. God wants you to parent your children well. He wants you to do well in your education. He wants to bless your finances. Don't let the devil steal any part of your life. My, my Christian life changed the day I came to an understanding that what changes our lives is not just the word. It's the right application of the word. Without wisdom, you will not have fruits in your life. Wisdom is the right application. Ability, you know, like a spiritual chemist. Ability to know what the word says about a matter and concoct it well and apply it for a given end. Glory to God. Now, so when you are studying God's, that's why Paul says, let the word of Christ dwell richly in you in all wisdom. Without wisdom, you applying it will not work. That's why you see Christians at times go to one extreme. And you wonder what happened to Dickens so and so. What happened to Dickness so and so. It's the right application. When I was on campus, I was a pastor of a fellowship. I was privileged to, uh, to start in Ephraim, Living Word Fellowship. And I remember I was teaching on academic excellence. I says, for students, if all you do in school is pray and worship and pray in tongues and you don't study your books, you will be anointed. You will heal the sick in your class. You will raise the dead in your class. But you will fail. And at lots of them like that. They pray only in class. They do so many things. They don't study. I said, no, the laws for spiritual empowerment is not the same as the laws of academic excellence. The Holy Spirit will only remind you what you have read. So I said, well, you are praying in tongues. Then you need to create time for your study. You do well in school. And then you are also exploding spiritually. 
Glory to God. So in case you are a student here, you are growing spiritually and you are also studious. Many times when I was on campus, I used to go to you know, exam hall from the class, reading overnight. Because when results show up, unbelievers will first check your own. That happened to me. They don't see angels. They don't see the Holy Spirit. They see you. They see your fruit. But many times when I was on campus, it's the unbelievers in the class that will come and tell me my results. They want to check whether all this thing you are saying has any tangible proof in your life. Let your light so shine before men that they may see, not hear, see practical output. And then it helps them to engage the God that you serve. Where there is no result, there will be no respect. Where there is no result, there is no respect. Now, as I move forward, the destiny of greatness is a function of the blessings of God on a man's life. The blessing is a spiritual force. You don't see it, but you see the effect. Now, you look at these speakers, the air conditioners, and the lights. All the gadgets are meaningless without electricity. Can you see electricity? Can you see it? But can you see its effect? If power goes off this place now, the ACs will stop cooling. The speakers will stop sounding. So when God wanted to raise Abraham, you hear statements like, I will bless you. It is the blessing that makes great. The blessing is the root that creates the fruits. The blessing is what? The root that creates the fruits. Do you always see the root of a tree? It's hidden, but you see the fruits. The blessing is the unseen that creates the sin. That was why in the old covenant, before the law came, Esau and Jacob understood that until you get this invisible one, the visible one will not show up. So you see them fighting for it. The unseen that creates the same. So when Jacob was to get the blessing, he knows that I might not have any car, any house. But when I get this divine electricity, it will create the cars. It will create the houses. It will create the ministry. It will create whatever I need. The person that gets the physical one without the invisible one, the moment they take the physical things from you, that's the end of it. So in the school of greatness, you must be a student of the blessing. It separates between brothers. It distinguishes between two Christians. A younger brother that understands how the blessing should flow in his life, we have greater results in his life than the elder brother. You know that some, that some generator that can only power light in your house, right? Is it what they call them? I pass my... Can it carry your AC? It's very weak. And there's a generator they bring to your house, it can carry the entire street. So the blessing will grow in the blessing. Ah, 
when Esau came back, he was crying. Because he knows that if you miss that one, you have missed it all. The quality of blessing flowing in your life matters a lot. So what God did, and this thing I'm teaching, you will apply it to you die. If you capture it, the future is made. Jacob got the blessing from his father. And ran away with a stick. After 20 years, he came back as a nation. The man with the blessing, when they enter a desert, it will create a city. The man without the blessing, when they enter a city, the city will become a desert. That was why Abraham told Lot, choose anywhere. That's, that's the reason. Choose anywhere. It's not the place that makes me. It is me that makes the place. You understand? He told Lot, anywhere, if you go east, I will go west. If you go west, I will go east. I'm the carrier. I'm the carrier. So Lot did not understand. He looked at Sodom and Gomorrah in his beauty. But he had missed the blessing. So when he entered Sodom and Gomorrah, the next thing was destruction. But when Abraham entered into the seeming wilderness, he began to blossom. Remember Jacob, how they got the blessing. The mother told him, you must not miss this one. These are the things that shape history. They shape what? History. When Noah pronounced blessings on his son, Shem, and uh, what's it? Um, Japheth. It determined their history. When he pronounced curses on Ham and his children, it determined their history. I'm conscious of this every year, everywhere I go. A Jacob that does not look like he's hardworking, they call him a married man, that gets the blessing, will prosper more than Esau, that can jump up and down into the forest. So the devil also knows. So the devil tries to block access, because what God did in his own wisdom is to create channels of blessings. They are there. You cannot fight against it. You walk on it. Those channels are there, ordained by God. So the devil also tries to block those channels or make you do against it so that the blessings will not flow. It's like electricity. You can have power from the mains. If there is a socket with a problem, you have all your house. So the devil creates blessing barriers. You know, when you're in traffic, for those of us that come to Lagos a lot, you can see a huge traffic. A huge traffic. No traffic happens by chance. Something is the problem at the beginning. It could be a trailer. It could be a pothole. And you'll be at the back. You'll be doing like this. What is stopping me until that barrier is moved out? You will stay on the same spot. Or the movement will be slow. A journey that should be 30 minutes can become 3 hours. That's why you see in life at times, people, what they should have attained by 30, they can start attaining by 50. There are barriers that they did not deal with on time. And many of us here, I'm glad that we are young. When you understand it, you know how to apply it. 
Number one thing that is a major blessing blocker is idolatry. Idol worship. Anytime you get involved in things that are against or anti-God's channels, he said, you shall not have no other God beside me. And some of us are ready to eat. I used to think that we are all Christian. <laughs> we are all Christians. But people have gotten into things. Some people study stars, man. Horoscope. Innocently. They use it to determine their direction. Some guys here, maybe you have been in cults before. You joined a cult in school or when, when, when you were in school. Or you used to visit fortune tellers or all those things. All in a bit to resolve something. It exposes you to a blessing blocker. Or you're a lady here trusting God for husband. And the mommy says you go somewhere. And then you go somewhere, drop names. And then you... The moment you seek power and information outside God's ordained channels. It becomes a blessing blocker. The reason Africa is having problems, sir, is idol worship of the past 40, 50, 60 years. Many of the things some of our parents did, grandparents did, the watershed affects people. And when you get born again, potentially you have been released. But you have to revoke it. You have to consciously break it. Let me show you a scripture. Acts of the Apostles. Acts of the Apostles, chapter 19. In case you are here, you are holding any ring or anything that they gave you. It's not in the scripture. There's no scripture that says you should carry three eggs and take it in the morning. There's no scripture that says you should use a particular soap to bathe. There's no scripture that says you go and take your bath in the, in the river. There's no scripture that says that. It exposes you to Satan. Acts 19. Verse 18. Acts 19 verse 18. Are you awake? Are you understanding me? <laughs> In these days of Yahoo. Verse 18. And many that believed came. They were believers. Came and confessed and showed their deeds. Many of them, verse 19, also which use curious what? Arts. Brought their books together and burned them before all men. And they counted the price of them and found it was 50,000 pieces of silver. They brought it out and they had to burn it. If you are here, you believe in the blessings of Abraham. Anything that has to do with fortune telling, visiting a place, let it never happen again. Face your God alone is enough. Temptations will come. I was a lady in our church. Her sisters were mocking her. She was trusting God for the fruit of the womb. Come and visit this man. Come and say, I'm not going. God will do it. And years after years, one particular year, about two years ago, they came and mocked her. Okay, now that God has not done it, can you just let us go? What is wrong with that? She says she now cried to God, Lord, 
you hear what they are saying. I'm tempted, Lord. Help me. Help me, Lord. And that same month, she got pregnant. But some don't wait like that. They move. Number two, parental honor. Parental what? God by covenant design has put blessings in the mouth of your mom and dad. These are real secrets. So these are things that works. They work like fire. I've studied many. Many are very, very good in church. But they don't have covenant understanding of things. Honor thy father and thy mother that it may be what? Well. You, you can't be fighting your mom. You can't be hating your dad. It's a blessing blocker. Derek Prince says he knew a friend and he warned him that this thing is covenant. Hey, the guy died at 40. He said that thou mayest live long. Take children, the one that honors the parents and the ones that come to tell stories every time. Check the outcome of their businesses. Check their lives. For many that are young stars in this place, go and repair it if it's broken down. I'm not saying you should agree with your parents on everything. I'm not saying you should become an idol worshiper. I'm talking about honor, 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 honor. If your case is a bit peculiar, some parents are very, very stubborn and cantankerous. You ask God for wisdom to use. Don't even push your mom to a place where she pronounces curses on you. Stop it. You can, you can pray and talk for 10 hours. That has to be resolved. The blessing will be there, but it will be blocked. When those blessings are released. Ah, I've collected things from my parents' mouth. These are the things that shape history you find people moving together as a group. After a while, one drops down. Another one drops down. After it remains only two. These are the real things. And if you are here and you are earning money, a portion of that money should go to them. That they may bless you. My dad will say, the people that will scatter down your church, they will not come there. Say amen. I gave him one gift one day. He said, ah, he's happy. Oh. He's happy. He said, this thing has made me happy. In your time, he's 82 now. He said, in your time, the things that will make you happy, your children will be able to do it for you. <laughs> Those words are sealed. My mom will say, ah, you will not see shame. You will not see shame. You will not see shame. Built house for them. Bought them vehicles. Many things I've done. The scripture did not give me any assignment to my uncle. The principal assignment to your parents. Life 
life is not difficult. It's ignorance that makes it difficult. Check Esau's life at the end of the day. Check his life and check Jacob's life. My, I have two parents. I'm married. My, my wife's parents and my parents. They are monthly allowances. Not that as, as, as I feel. Monthly allowances. Not giving somebody gift once in a year. May your blessing never be once in a year. Monthly allowances. Increasable by, by movement. Praise the Lord. Go and collect the blessing from the deep. There are surface blessings. It's okay. That's okay. But there are deeper ones. That the state, that was why Isaac told Esau, go and bring me venison such as I love that my what? Soul may bless you. I want to dig deep. And bring out statements that will be written as a code on your life. And that code will determine your outcome. You will build houses for your parents. When I was 40, my mom was shedding tears. That anytime I see my son and their ministry, I'm still wondering whether it came from me. May your parents be glad you came from them. So in case you are here, and you are doing swag, my old man, my mom, mommy don't do that to me, uh, 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 you know, and then you are, you are bluffing, and your mom is doing like this to you. You behave a blessing or you behave a curse. A, a blessing doesn't have to be pronounced. It is when I remember your name and I smile. That's what they call favor. That my, your mom or dad just remembers your name and there is this smile. That smile is releasing your breakthrough. But somebody else, they remember this name. Not to even have a child is better. That squeezing is what they call poverty and problems. The next one that releases blessings is what I call covenants. There are many other covenants. Covenants. Proverbs 17, 13. Powerful scripture. Powerful scripture. All scripture is powerful anyway. Anyone that reward, look at it, who so rewarded evil for what? Evil shall not depart from his house. Be careful your relationship with people, how you treat people. If you are a parent here, never turn a housemaid into a slave. Be careful. Oh yes, she came to work for you. Yes. And then you don't even ask whether the child should eat. You ask your own child. Have you eaten one million times? But the house girl, you don't even ask because she's a slave. May your children not become slaves in other countries. People think they are smart. They don't know the heap evil for the future. Somebody is doing you good. You now go behind him and start playing games, lying. 
it will backfire. He said, whosoever rewarded evil for good. They employ you in a place, you sign documents, and they are paying salary as agreed. If they agree, they will pay you 5,000. And you signed it, you agreed. And they are paying you, and then you are now stealing from the man. Your own business can prosper. I'm sure you, you need to, because Niger's smartness is actually heaping evil for the future. You need to understand these laws of life. When you see whosoever, it means it can land on anybody. I want people in our church. If a pastor is blessing you, prophesying upon you, doing his best, you know, as a member of the church with your wife, now begin to connive at the back and saying things against that pastor, you can't prosper. Oh, you that day, you employ people and they are working for you, they are doing their best, and you are owing salary and you are buying Mercedes Benz. I'm ever conscious of my day-to-day relationships. These are powerful channels. Almost everybody that's done me some good that I know since I was born, that I can remember, I find something good to do for them. I always look for opportunities. I lived in this man's house when my parents were not there. I lived there for like two years. And they said, the man is now 70 years old. Opportunity for me. And they put some powerful seed together. Go and greet him. I can't be fighting him. He blessed me for two years. And then, that's what they call prophetic accidents. In a spiritual setting, many of us here belong to local assemblies, different churches. The spiritual head over your church, you should honor the person. Don't be like Ananias and Sapphira. You know, they they sold their land. It was their land. And they came and lied to Peter. Peter said, why had Satan filled your heart to lie, not to him, but to the Holy Spirit? And they fell down and died. It's in the New Testament. church you attend, that you don't value the pastor there, live politely to a place where you respect the pastor. Let me read the scripture. It's a bit dangerous, but it will encourage you a bit. <laughs> Second Kings chapter 2 verse 23. Second Kings chapter 2 verse 23. I have my own pastor. I mean, pastor has mentioned my pastor. If I don't hide it. There is no general without a scar. There are no perfect pastors. If you are looking for a perfect general, you will be on mentor forever. I've made mistakes. I made one mistake. I paid for it for one year. Just a little mistake, but it cost me one year. Honor, honor, spiritual honor matter. I'm not saying worship, honor, honor. Don't be a backbiter at the back. Look at this scripture. Now, Elisha just left Elijah with double portion. Double. He too did not understand what he was carrying at that time. Double. The one he collected from one portion is dangerous. One. Elijah. One portion. Now he now collected double. He was now coming back. 
And he went up from thence unto Bethel, and he was going up by the way. There came forth little children out of the city, and did what? Mocked him, and they were telling him, Akbari, Akbari. Bald head. And he turned back and looked on them and cursed them in the name of who? And there came forth, what? Two sheep bears out of the wood and there 42. That was how sharp the thing was. I'm sure he might, have, he might regret it later. But I didn't know it was that sharp. What can tear down can build. Why not go for the ones that build? One day I gave him some way. They see. He said, your hand will no dryness. Oh. Statements that I've made, they are made. They hover over your life. They are the ones that orchestrate your future. You need those blessings. They are more important than vehicles. It creates the vehicle. Even if the vehicle was, is stolen, that invisible thing will create another one. So you stay with that one. A tree, until you remove the roots, the fruit will be showing. You cut the branch, cut the branch, leave it. Water enters the root again. After a while, you see, sure enough. But when you remove the root, and the thing that is still standing, give it time, it will come down. Don't be a rebel in any system you are in. In case you are here, you are an associate pastor, and you preach, and the dancer telling you, man, your preaching is fantabulous. In fact, in this church, even the senior pastor cannot do the way you do. And you to say, yes. Yes, mole, mole, ni. Glory to God. No rebel survived in scriptures beginning from Satan himself. Are you hearing me now? They say Satan tempts people. Pride tempted Satan. Which one is greater? Satan said, I will arise. I will be above. I, 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 I. Beware of being self-centered and proud. Pride goes not before a fall, before destruction. It's not, there are two different things. Gehazi was sent to Naaman. He now went behind to collect money. He now came to the prophet. Where are you coming from? Nowhere, sir. He said, was my spirit not following you? You went to collect what I did not send you because money is a major problem in Nigeria today. And some people have collected leprosy. He took the money. He was given leprosy. The one name and dropped. The parable is this. If you are in a church and everybody is honoring the pastor and you are the one rebelling, reacting, you know, doing things against the pastor, the things they are dropping, I hope you don't carry it. Any pastor that works with me and I see others prospering and it's not prospering, I ask him, I don't, no, I ask him, it's not the food, it's your digestive system. I'm feeding all of you. These ones are getting fatter. Get, why is you, why are you drying up? Are you okay in your privacy? Not that, um, like we are eating the same burger, eating the same rice, they are getting fat and you are getting lean. Then it's your digestive system, it's your attitude, it's you.
Don't join them oh, when they start coming together against the pastor. Start talking. How can? How can? How can? The thing you don't understand, go and ask Nicodemus Lee. Abby? Eh? God spoke to Nathan. Nathan. He spoke to Nathan. Go and talk to David. He has sinned. When he went to meet David, he had to present it in a parable. He said, sir, hey, hey, there was a man. He did what happened. David said, what? The man now took that. Ah! That man will be. Da- sir, you are the one who. Oh. Baptist went to go and face Herod. Ah. You are a sinner. You married your brother's wife. They don't talk like that. Even Jesus, when he was asked about Caesar, though he be king of kings, he had to soft pedal. That's why I said wisdom. He had to soft pedal and ask God for wisdom. And he said to them, give unto Caesar. What is Caesar? So you don't confront your father and be telling him, Daddy, that to get back to me, does not mean anything. I will beat you, Daddy. Your father. Ah. One of my friends, one of my friends, the dad and the mom, they were fighting. Because he was very close to the mom, he now joined the mom to fight the dad and carry the dad. But this lamb, I'm telling you a true story. This individual is more intelligent than me. There are people you ask questions when things are not understanding you. But life became stunted. John the Baptist was talking like that. They beheaded him. There's no scripture that said John the Baptist should be beheaded. If there's anything about John the Baptist, he came in the spirit of Elijah. They are the ones beheading people. All this, I will let me give them a piece of my heart. They give me a piece of my heart. They give me a piece of my heart. A piece of my heart. May your heart remain the same after a while. We need discretion when to talk. He said, rebuke not an elder, but admonish him as a father. So you too can become a father. You might not think deliverance is taking place now. Mighty deliverance is taking place. I'm telling you something. There was a day when our church was in Surulere. A woman in that Surulere, she's a, I think a sorcerer. She opened something. I didn't even know. And she opened it to attack me and the church. I didn't know. He said, as she opened, she came to share the testimony herself. As she was doing it, my pastor's face showed up, pointing at her. What did he do for to you? And I was a young pastor at that time. So she left it. She waited for another three months. Came back to it again. And the face showed up. What if there's no sink? The battle will be stronger than you that way. But when there is a spiritual sink, you are not the only one moving. The spirit of just men. That's how we become great. 
I'm not saying you should worship a pastor. I'm saying any local assembly that God has planted you, pray for your pastor. Honor your pastor. If something does not clear you or you don't clear it, go and ask for clearance. Hallelujah. Let me close. In the evening, we'll be talking about some other things. Another major blessing blocker is unforgiveness. First John chapter 2 verse 9. Wisdom is the principal thing of all that God has done in this earth. He said it. Wisdom is what? The principal, not a, the principal thing. If you get it, Unforgiveness is a blessing blocker. That's why the devil moves people to hurt you. Before you leave this conference, somebody will hurt you. Sitting beside him, you will press your leg and do like you didn't know. You look at it. Ah. Tell me, let's say. And then you'll be holding it as a ah. He that says is in the light and hated is what? Is in what? So you are a child of light, unforgiveness, hatred, offense moves you into satanic territory. So um, Charles Carves was explaining it. Anytime you allow those things to take root in your life, it opens the door to tragedies. Now the reason why it's easy for Satan to attack is because you are in a wrong territory. He said, he that seeth he that says is in the light, like we say, and hates his brother is in darkness. So the devil through those attacks, people hurt you, your mom, your dad, people in church, is to try to pull you into a territory where you can punch. But love is the way to victory. You will say, I'm not going. I'm not going. So you will stay in the light. But if you don't have this understanding, you'll be explaining, explaining. Oh, Shemini. Ah, ah, it's bad. How can she do that to me? You can be politically correct and be spiritually endangered. Look at the next verse. It says, He that loveth his brother, what? Abides in the light, and there is none occasion for stopping. Next, next verse. For he that hates his brother is in darkness and walks in darkness and knoweth not whither he goeth. Because that darkness has what? You stop making progress. No academic progress. No death. And many destiny has been held down like that. They are anointed. They come to church. But they are still fighting an aunt. Or somebody raped you growing up. Or somebody abused you. And those things have become a stronghold. This afternoon I pray for a release in the name of Jesus. I pray for a release in the name of Jesus. That darkness is dangerous. See, it blinds. It blinds. So if you're here to, uh, this afternoon, somebody hurt you in class, something happened that you are still keeping somewhere, I pray for that grace to release that person. And then you see the light of life will shine. Kenneth Hagee will tell you many times, 
when he's praying for people, praying for people, praying for people, when he gets some people, the anointing will leave his hand, but will not be able to go and come back. That's the blockade I'm talking about. He will not be asking God inside himself, what is the problem? And God will not be saying, that woman is in unforgiveness. She hates her mother-in-law. And then they will move the woman aside for counseling. And they will now ask her, what happened? She offended me. Blah, 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 blah. I hate her. You cannot get this healing until you resolve this. And they begin to talk to her, explain to her. And then she releases the mother-in-law. And she gets back on the healing line, maybe three days after. And they pray for her. And cancer disappears. Cancer disappears. So beware of offense, especially our ladies. I will never greet her again. Never. We're in the same church, oh, never. If you see her like you go like this. I'm not saying you should be close to everybody. But free your heart. And then you need self-esteem to talk to people. When somebody hurts you, it's painful. Can you have a crucial conversation with them? Ah, Morenica, I need to see you. This thing happened six months ago. It's been affecting me. They let Morenica explain her position. You might have misunderstood everything completely. Or give Morenica an opportunity to apologize. But don't let that matter put your life on pause. And there are many other matters that you have to forget as a mature Christian. And he called Morenica on his bad day. He didn't call him my bad day. That means he lost Morenica more than me. Mm. I tell people in our church. I mean, one thing, something happened in our church, sir. After service, I was greeting people. I was tired. So I was greeting people. I just left. Unknown to me, there were like one or two people that I couldn't shake their hands. It wasn't intentional. I was tired. The one that he shook their hands, I can't remember their faces. Many months after, somebody that day carried offense. He likes those people. He doesn't like me. And that's what Satan does. I didn't even the one I shook the hands. I don't know them. So I told them in church, if that kind of thing is bothering you, come and tell me. Either you are mature enough to understand, it's better for you to have asked that six months ago. And I will say, I didn't even know. No, 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 I love you. And then we resolve it. But the devil will not be interpreting that your heart. He doesn't like it. That one that he shook, if you notice, he uses the Mercedes Benz. It's the people that bring money. You, see your car now. Oh, they shake you in the first place. All kinds of interpretations. And that same person will now come to church service where the pastor is prophesying and blessing. He doesn't get to the person. He's Satan. You know, like two people that went for Holy Ghost baptism. As we are praying for them. One, they prayed for him. He started gyrating and some assault. I started praying in tongues. The fire was plenty. The other guy, he was so gentle. He started praying in tongues. They left. The devil went to meet the other one and said, You, what you receive is only spiritual. It's a spirit like a dove. All those tumbling and tumbling is something else you receive. He started doubting and stopped praying in tongues. The other guy, the devil to meet him. The spirit is fire. Fire! That guy got the right. He saw the fire on him. You just tend to. That one is under the spirit. Started doubting and stuff. That's why I encourage ask questions. Ah, pastor, you didn't greet me. I didn't even know you were there. I was very tired. 
Okay, thank you, sir. And then let it go. Let it go. I tell our leaders in church, don't be having your bad day and be waiting on your phone. I must call you. Now I'm in a bell quitter now. Many people don't know. I was sleeping, I'm sleeping in this city now. You don't know. And you're a top leader in the church. And you're not waiting for me to call you. And you don't even know. So I tell them, on your bad day, you call me straight. And I bless you. Don't let the devil hijack that transaction. Does that understand you? Morenikeh told me that on his bad day, pastor called by 10. Oh, this, is, this is 12 now. This is 2 o'clock now. And then the day we now go. And then from the next day, you pick an offense. Love even gives you health. All those squeezing your heart is why sickness is troubling you, if it is. You squeeze your heart, you don't greet people, you are fighting with somebody in the village, somebody on the street, only you. Only you. And you are a choir leader, you are a female leader, you are, you are a leader in the church, but you have enough reasons to explain why. Pride goes before destruction. I have had to apologize to people that they offended me. Eh? They offended me. In a bit to resolve it, I had to apologize. It's wisdom. Are you understanding me this afternoon? Can we rise up on our feet? Glory to God. Can you thank God for what you have learned? If you have learned anything... anointing or this blessing is flowing. Things will be happening. Look at this meeting. Somebody called the meeting gathering. It's blessing. It's divine electricity. He knows how to operate. And I know him to a level. It's blessings that move people forward. It is blessing that creates favor. It's blessings. It's not talent that makes great. I beg you, it's not talent that they are better preachers than us, man. But don't work in covenant at all. They even cheat their fellow pastor. They swindle, pastor swindle, and that pastor. I'm telling you powerful stories, man. They don't call their parents. Call them once in a while. They enjoy good homes in Lagos and leave the parents in rotting places in the village. And then suddenly, things begin to rot now. When your parents begin to tell you that the places I didn't get to, you will get to that place a million times. That, those are the things that move you around the world. That, that assignment in your hand, God will help you. That's, that's, that's blessings. Cheap, cheap blessings. Jacob was a married man. He used to stay in the house. He saw me go to the forest. <laughs> Energetic up and down. But when Jacob got the blessing, he ran away. He said, I've got what I needed. He entered Laban's house. Laban was cheating him. He kept multiplying. Look, look, look. Laban was an idol worshiper. Go and study history. It's even in scriptures. The diviners told Laban, the reason you are prospering is this man. If you let him go, they told him, go and study. If you, if you let him go, the blessing will go. It was a career. That was why he was using seven years, seven years to keep him. 
if this idol can tell labor that somebody is a carrier, then this thing we are carrying, they are very powerful. They are very powerful. That was what Joseph carried into Potiphar's house. And the slave boy became head of service. He even carried it into prison and he became administrator in prison. Ah! Lift your hands. Bless the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank him for your heritage in Christ. Thank him for your heritage in Christ. If you're not born again here, I want to get born again. This confession will also help and cover you. Okay? It's a confession of faith. If you're already born again, there's nothing wrong with you saying it again and again. It covers most of the things I've mentioned. Are we ready? Come on, say, I'm ready. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. The only way to God that you died on the cross for my sins and you rose again for my justification. This afternoon, I renounce, I renounce all my sins. I turn to you, Lord Jesus, for mercy and for forgiveness. I believe that you forgive me today. You forgive me now. I will live for you. You are my Lord and Savior. I receive your blessings. I release myself. Come on, say it louder. I release myself from every curse that might have risen upon my life through any idol worship, ancestral worship, occultic mistakes. I receive the flow of your blessings. This afternoon, I forgive all other persons who ever wronged me or harmed me I let go I forgive I walk in love in particular I forgive myself say it again I forgive myself I renounce any contact with satanic worship I commit to remove from my house anything that honors Satan and dishonors Jesus I commit to remove it from my house therefore I release myself from every darkness from every setback from every limitation from every curse over my life and destiny I revoke every curse I revoke every limitations. Now, I receive the free flow of Abraham's blessings. It is flowing well. It is flowing in my family. Flowing in my health. Flowing in my destiny. Therefore, I declare, I am fruitful. I am joyful. I am prosperous. I am victorious. 
I am blessed. I make consistent progress. I am also a blessing. I have global impact. I have global impact. In the name of Jesus. Lift your hands where you are. Father, tonight, deliverances, destiny healings have taken place. You are God that shows mercy to a thousand generations. We are the dispensation of your mercy. So because of your mercy, every mistake made along any of those lines, they are cancelled in the name of Jesus. Every curse is broken. Every stagnation is broken. You are blessed. You will be the pride of your generation. The revelations that God has given you will find expression. We will celebrate the fact that you came. Scripture says a little one shall become a thousand. A small one shall become a strong nation. The anointing for greatness on your inside is finding expression like never before. Multitudes will be transformed by your hands. You will shine as light. You will not be trapped by unforgiveness. When I see you next, wherever, anywhere in the world, Amsterdam, Tokyo, United States, Lagos, South Africa, anywhere I see you next, you will keep shining. Yesterday is gone. It's a new dawn. In Jesus' mighty name.